Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. I am one of your hosts, Lex, and I am here with our other host, Simon. What's up, buddy? You said that so fast. <laughs> I know. I practiced it <laughs> before. before. It just in the just in the mirror, like. <laughs> because, Welcome to the Wednesday Pool List. Well, like before you got on to the uh, visual version, I was just talking to myself, like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. And so, <laughs> because I listened to the episode before, and I, I was, it was like a whole solid thirty seconds where I didn't know what to say. Solid. And here we are. What's been going on, man? I haven't really talked to you in the past few days. I've been busy. <laughs> like, well, so we went home last week to see. It was my nephew's 16th birthday on the 4th of July. So we went to surprise them. And then I got drunk there and I was like, you know what, man? We're just going to take all the kids back with us. Who cares? They need a vacation. Let's go. We'll just take them to Austin. And now three days of four more kids i'm like oh this fucking sucks <laughs> like my nephews they're easy because they're 16 so they just yeah. like they're on their phones the entire time they don't even like they just they're on their yeah they're on their phones and then they eat just everything and then but my two nieces they're like eight and 11 so they're just the absolute worst Got 11 man so yeah i've been doing that and now they're I popped them full of melatonin, and now the, they're passed out in the room, and my nephews are sitting right next to me, but they could care less about what I'm doing over here. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I've been doing. You know, I saw them recently. Yeah. Oh, well, not recently. It was in, within the last four months, forever ago now. but They're, in, they're insane giants now. It's yeah, they're too stupid. <laughs> I recognize your stepdad. That's the only reason I knew yeah. who they were. Uh, yeah. but yeah, they were at the Y working insane out. giants. It, it's funny because, uh, so they're, they're like 99%. I'm 99% sure they're going to be like college athletes. And so they're insanely in shape, which is like a ridiculous shape. <laughs> and so they work out all the time. And, you know, my parents and my sister are like, well, you know, they can't just sit around the entire week that you're there, like just eating shit and <laughs> watching TV stay up late. And so we've been working out and, and I'm like, you know, trying to keep up with them, which is insane <laughs> because they're like zero percent body fat. They have, they both have six packs. <laughs> just, they're also sixteen, man. They're sixteen, yeah. And so after yesterday, I put them through this pretty nice uh, circuit workout in my garage that I do, and I'm just like, you guys are probably gonna, you know, be really sore after this. And like before we got, we were halfway done, and I was just like, oh, I wish I could quit right now. Like if I was by <laughs> myself, I would fucking quit. And You're like, you know what? That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Apple Watch says it's good. <laughs> they were totally fine, and they went and ran afterwards. They ran hills, and they were just like, I, I couldn't get out of bed this morning. And I, so I've been trying to keep up with them working out, and I've been trying to keep, and then, but in the same hand, I've been trying to keep up with the way they eat, which as, at 32, <laughs> 33 doesn't work. <laughs> so I'm eating like a 16 year old with the metabolism right. of an 80 year old and the body of a 65 year old. They're going to leave, and you, you're going to be the one that's going to be in. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing that. So I'm in extreme pain. So if I move the wrong way and scream at the top of my lungs in the middle of this, I apologize. <laughs> I hate that. That I mean, like people be like, y'all aren't old. You know, we're in our early 30s. But I hate that moment when you move too fast. And you're like, I just ruined my neck forever. Is it going to get better? Who knows? Yeah. Today we were doing, we were doing leg workouts. And so we were doing like Indian wrestling squats. Squats and lunges and stuff, and my lower back was just like, "Hey, man, stop!" 
don't even care what you're doing right now. Just stop it. <laughs> it's like sit down, get a donut, and just give yeah. It's up. like you need to stop, or I'm gonna make you stop. All right. Yeah, it's like, hey, this we this isn't us. You're not going to play college basketball anywhere at 33 years old. Who do you old. think you are? Yeah, it's like, give it up, man. Yeah. Let them work out and watch them. <laughs> you know, like, just make sure they're doing That's it. That's funny. I don't know. I'm probably going to be in the hospital by the end of the week, but it's okay. Hey, at least you had a good week, right? You'd be, be in the hospital with your family. Yeah, God. I felt uh, bad. Well, not really bad because it wasn't like anything I planned with you. But I put, I told you I was going to bring that Infinite Crisis book. I was going to send it to you. And I was like, well, I'm just going to Wichita Falls anyway. So I'll put it in a package and just leave it on Simon's porch. That way we don't have to like cross contaminate or anything. And I got like halfway to <laughs> to Wichita Falls. And I was like, oh, I left it on the table. So <laughs> it's all right. I, that's I completely that forgot. Sucks. So, yeah. but you know, like when you do, so, you have the intention to do something and then you just totally blank out and just like, wow, well, why every damn day, man. (laughs) I like, so I'm going to get that to you. I like how we've been talking about being old. for the. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what another thing. I forgot while we're here. Yeah. Whatever. We, uh, we're just talking, which is good. I enjoy that. It is good. It is good. And (laughs) on every episode from now on, since you collect, figures and i collect comic books i want to talk about if you got anything new mainly because i know you did and then we could talk about like the books because i've been doing a lot of comic book hunting lately since i you know i got the free pass to take a little time off work so uh yeah so we'll just talk about what we got and then we'll talk about whatever news which i don't have any this week yeah uh, because well a little bit but not much so what did you get this past week, which I'm really excited about? Uh, yeah, I got the in-game Final Battle versions of SH Figure Arts Iron mm-hmm. Man and Captain America. Uh, I was looking, I was waiting for them. They were coming out a little cheaper from Big Bad Toy Store. So if, if any listeners are looking for that, they have them at Big Bad Toy Store, and they're a little bit cheaper. I think Cap was at 91 and Iron Man was 99 Mm-hmm. or something around that <clears throat> and that other store i usually buy from that little smaller store out of california mm-hmm. they had them already mm-hmm. but they wanted like 130 for iron man oh, and wow. 119 or whatever for cap so it's like Ugh. and i've i've always had a problem with just like i want it i want it now yeah, call me yeah, Baruch yeah. Thought, man give it I'm to the, me i'm the same way um so that was a Willy Wonka reference. Yeah, if, you're, if you're a Wonka fan out there. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> I'm sitting there and sometimes shit just happens exactly the way I want it to. So mm-hmm. um or it's almost serendipitous. So I'm sitting there tossing up and I'm like, do I want to spend fifty extra dollars to get this like now or can I wait? Um, and as of now, they still haven't released out of Big Bad Toy Store. Oh, wow. But randomly, I get an email from that little store. It's like, here's 15% off to complete your purchase. So I'm like, hold on, calculation, calculation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get free shipping if I buy both of them. This knocks off, you know, whatever, 20 bucks or something. So really, it was like $5 more expensive with tax and yeah. delivery that I would have paid for Big Bad. So I was like, order. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Add the card. So I got the, that shits in uh, Sunday randomly. <clears throat> yeah, it came in quick, right? How long yeah, did it take? They, the Xavier Cal Customs and 
collectibles. That's the dot com is the website, and yeah, they we'll usually to, we'll tag them in the uh, show notes. Yeah, they're they're real fast, but their turnaround, their mm-hmm. flat rate shipping is like seven bucks, but you'll get it within a week. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I got those pretty quick, and then they had a sale at Entertain Mart, which is like Hastings. I know you said you didn't know what that was. Yeah, it's in it's in Wichita Falls, right? Yeah, we've got one there. There, it's like vintage sales kind of. Yeah. Are they open? Because I wouldn't. I wanted to stop by last time I was in town. I didn't know if they were open or not. Yeah, they they they've been open, and they had a crazy sale this weekend. It was like everything with a red tag that said sale was fifty percent off, and that's where I got my Iron Spider for fifty bucks. Oh wow, that one's cool. Um, and they had a Doctor Strange that I was wanting just to kind of complete the Infinity War big hitter set. Yeah. Um. So I got him for forty bucks. Damn. I still haven't seen any pictures of that one yet. Well, I haven't taken them out of the box. Here, I'll grab them real quick. Oh yeah. Yeah, I get so excited to see those because they look freaking dope. This one is like the deluxe pack. It comes with extra oh, fire damn. effects and stuff. Forty yeah, bucks, that's freaking man. sweet. Twenty I bucks, could... you said? Oh, forty. Oh, but... it was like Jesus. But even that's... then, that's still way cheaper than it's supposed to be. Right. It's down from one twenty-three. So. I got that, um, and then, you know, I've been trying to do the toy photography thing, so I went and got some, excuse me, red skulls, because <clears throat> they yeah, have different I saw, heads. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so you can you can make them regular uh, Hydra soldiers. So I got those. I was going to see if you're going to get any of those Justice League. You know, they have the DC Multiverse toys, but I just, I don't like them, man. I almost bought a, I always forget his name, uh, similar was- to... Deadpool. He's a Deadpool's a knockoff. What's his name? Oh, Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke. They had a Deathstroke that I wanted to do some photography with my Batman toys, but they're not as articulated. They're not. They're weird. And like the, I really like. Okay, so I'm, a, you know, both of us are huge fans of the old Justice League show, mm-hmm. but I never noticed they really highlighted how tiny their legs and feet are in the. I never noticed it in the cartoon, but like the toys yeah. are these giant shoulders and arms, and then their legs are like. <laughs> yeah, they're just like V's. <laughs> so weird. So I hate yeah. it. But they're coming out with the White Knight Batman, which I love that Batman. That might be one of the first. Love fi- him. I love him. <laughs> so that might be that might be one of the first figures I buy. That then Azrael is pretty cool too. Yeah, and, those and are. And so cool. is the Joker. So I might get that set. That that those are cool. Um, what else did I get? That was pretty much, and I bought the Prowler. I just couldn't put it down. I saw it, and I was like, I guess I got to get this. Yeah, was, I, that a, was that a Marvel Legend, or was that a... Yeah. yeah, and then I got a Doc Ock to go with my Spider-Man shit. Man, some of those Marvel Legends are so cool. Like, they have, there's a Captain Marvel one, like the Marvel one. Oh, yeah, that one's cool. I would do that. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. I like fat, fat Dr. Octopus. <laughs> that almost sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, oh, and, and then that same website. So I was taking photos of Thor, mm-hmm. uh, the Thor photos that I took. I went to switch out my Thanos glove mm-hmm. and that thing's been giving me trouble since I bought it. I bought it on eBay for like 80 bucks and I'm pissed. And which, which I, Thanos was that? Was that a figure arts or was it a it's figure arts? Yeah. Um, I went ahead and spent the money because, like most other Thanos, you could either get the comic version Thanos for like forty Marvel Legends. Yeah. But if you wanted anything from the movie, it was going to cost because they were usually build a figures or whatever. Mm. So I go to switch his arm, and the, and the pin of his wrist just pops off in the hand. 
I'm extra angry because since I got that, like all the ball joints, I think it was a knockoff because mm-hmm. none of the ball joints stay in place. So if like you move his waist, his whole it's upper up. half will just oh, pop wow. off Yeah, and his legs are different lengths. <laughs> like, they're supposed to like kind of pull out a little bit so you can really move their legs up. Yeah. Um, but one of them doesn't go back in. So I was like pissed. I figured out a way to fix it, but I'm like, angry and then they had a daily special to get the thanos from endgame for like 20 percent off plus you get the snapping hand they had like an extra sculpt pack yeah like a mod that somebody made anyway so i bought that shit because i can't keep money yeah i, <laughs> I can't keep it in my pocket it's a bad uh, time it's a bad time for that too like you're stuck at home with money right you can't yeah. spend it anywhere yeah i'm not like going in debt over this stuff but yeah, and I saw uh, I, that you were selling some older older figures of yours too. Right, yeah. Tag me in that. So yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody's looking for stuff, uh you can find it on eBay. I've got a Revolt Tech, uh, Amazing Yamaguchi Revolt Tech Iron Man. That Iron Man's pretty sweet. He's cool. He is really cool. Um, but I don't really I don't, you know, I I, I can part with it. And then Yeah, well that's cool though. I mean, I like that you kind of like you get it now you have a thing where you know you're doing the photography thing so you can get what you need out of that and then just keep kind of like not recycling but keep it flowing keep your collection flowing yeah keeping the the pieces that you want to keep and then kind of getting new pieces yeah and i've got that uh play arts kai batman arkham knight batman yeah that's hard it's hard to look that up online yeah because the brand i mean he's from arkham knight but if you say arkham knight you always find arkham knight Mm -hmm. like oh you know you're a um you can post on that facebook page you can put it on there too you have what on wednesday polis yeah you have the access you can put like if you want to sell it on there too oh yeah i guess i could do that just in case some nerds want to see it or anything and they are interested because i mean people do i thought it was funny how you thought that no one was appreciating your art but then you had like a crap ton of people on (laughs) on our side of it that were Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, it, it, no, I, and I don't mean that. I was just, it was funny. I posted them on two in two places uh-huh. on Facebook. I got like seventy likes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a lot of love on there. And then Instagram, not so much. But I don't. I mean, I was gonna say, our, you know, ours, ours pops off, and then on TikTok, it's one of our most. Uh, even though TikTok's probably gonna get banned in the U.S. soon, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of our most viewed things, like five thousand people or whatever like that so it's cool you gotta keep it coming yeah. for now keep it coming. Uh, <laughs> as far as comic books I, I didn't get anything i went on a crazy hunt the other day i've, I've been looking for i don't know yeah whatever i've been looking for whatever <laughs> yeah, i go to right. i go to <laughs> half price books usually has these uh book sets they have like it's 50 comic books in like a brown paper sack that's like state what's real classic and a, and a gallon of liquor <laughs> yeah <laughs> They kind of they do that at Entertain Mart too. They have yeah. random, yeah, random things. Anyway, and so it's like a it's a fifty pack of comic books and you get for ten dollars. You use mystery bag, so you don't know what you get. But you know, honestly, nowadays you can sell a lot of books online or whatever for a dollar each. So as long as I can sell them all for a dollar each or more, right. I get my money back and it's no loss. But they 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 were out at all the half price books that I went to. I still got a few things. I got Ghost Rider number one with the first one, like the '90s one. That's dope. For I got I got that for ten bucks, and that's like a seventy-five dollar book. So that was cool. 
I've been wanting that too. And and then I thought that I I found this like crazy deal. So I'd like sat on the ground, like real nerded out and was going through all these books. There's a half price books down the way that had every book was a dollar. The entire, I mean, they have like just this massive shelf, massive shelf full of books. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to find something. I can't, you know, there's going to be something in here. Well, they were all like just destroyed books. And then I get down to a, a shelf that has all these books that I would want, like Wildcats number one, uh, like a few issues of Wildcats, a bunch of 90s books that I like, except they had the goddamn sticker on the actual cover. And <laughs> it's like, damn, in what world would you, this book is not worth, even worth a dollar now? Damn, that sucks. And it's like those crappy stickers, like that as soon as you peel it off, it's going to rip off whatever is underneath. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is uh, infuriating. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. I did pick up a Batman and Superman versus Aliens, which that's was cool. Which was cool because it was it's a dark horse book and then recently Marvel bought or Disney bought the rights to um Alien and Predator, so that's cool. It was like that, one of the last books that they printed with them. That's cool. Is that the movie rights too or is that I don't know. Funny? I don't know, because well, weren't they a Fox property anyway? I think they were. I think they, I think they were. Uh, it's funny that you, because when you posted that about the uh, Aliens franchise and Marvel, I was thinking about those books, uh, Alien versus mm-hmm. uh, Superman, and there's a there's like a bunch of different ones that I want to get now that uh, they're probably you know they're going to be limited run, not limited run, but they won't be <laughs> printing any like reprints of them. Mm-hmm. There's the first one; it's Batman versus Predator. Which is really cool because that's the one where he uh, predator like beats the shit out of him, and then he puts on this like shiny bat armor, and right. he fights the predator again. But then he beats the predator with like a baseball bat, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I thought was great. I really want that one. I'm looking for that one right now. But uh, that was a good. That was really the only thing I found, and which cool. was disappointing. So yeah, no luck for me. Yeah. But I did go to my local comic book shop and I got. Let's see if you can see these. You can see them. Oh, $5 blind bag. Yeah, so there's like, I don't know how many books are in there. I'm waiting to, I'm going to record myself opening them and do some sort of a thing for our YouTube. See if I can, like I'm going to open it and then I'm going to price check all of them. I'm going to try to sell it and see what I can get for it. So hopefully it's more than $5. If it's more than $5, it's success. Yeah. And then like it says... There's like a random blind bag that has a $5 gift card in it. So, and then if I get one of those, then it will also be a success. So that's dope. There's that. That's all I got. Uh, Leaning into news. We can talk about, we just mentioned Marvel or Disney. I guess it's hard to, there's no difference in between the two now. It's Darvel. (laughs) Darvel bought the rights to Alien and Predator, which is, I guess, cool. It's going to be weird. They're going to do... You know, uh, people are like, "What wonder are they gonna do? Wonder what they're gonna do? They're gonna do like a, a Venom. Venom's gonna be something to do with it. They're gonna do like a Venom Predator Alien thing. I know they are because they're trying to milk the crap out of that character right now. Yeah. I don't know. I've always Venom? liked. Yeah, the Venom. Hell, they've always tried to milk that. Yeah, character. I know, but he's like right now. He's like the hot book again. Hot book. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not really excited about it. it it's cool for sure, but. It is interesting, but I would rather see good writing 
in the, its own book, like yeah. a, its own thing. I know that the Predator lore stretches and that people get really into that. Yeah. Um, Same with Alien. Yeah, and we just watched all those recently, and the last ones are real bad. But yeah. um, See, I haven't I seen mean, the last ones. Yeah, Alien 3 and Resurrection. Oh, yeah, uh, okay, so I have seen those. Yeah. They, are, they are bad. And what's the <laughs> one with, like, the – it's it's a, not an Alien movie, but it is an Alien movie. There's Prometheus and then Alien Prometheus. something. I liked Covenant. Prometheus. But that one was yeah. weird. I did like I you know, a lot of people talk about that. I don't know. I'm entertained. Whatever. Yeah, I I liked it. I like but I also like crappy movies, so I don't ever <laughs> right. I don't ever like <laughs> try to Oscar like hold standard. yeah, I don't ever hold my like opinion to a high standard because I like really, really bad movies. So Yeah. Like I really like good movies, but I can enjoy bad movies. Yeah. Like we talked in the last episode. I like Ghost Rider. No one yeah. no one likes those movies. No. I honestly just wish that it was harder. In Ghost Rider, they it's like they spent all their budget on when he's fighting that helicopter <laughs> yeah. and not when he's like fighting the bad guys. Well, it's like they, that just... per- they spent the money on that first transformation scene where he's in the mirror uh-huh. and he's doing like the crazy Nicolas Cage thing. Yeah, Nicolas Cage acting, right? <laughs> Which it was, it was, I liked it. It was perfect not for me. Not the bees! <laughs> yeah, it was perfect for me. But they spent a lot of money on that. And then, like you said, the helicopter fight. And then everything else was just like, him walking on screen and walking off screen. It was just, it was, you could tell it was just his head. They didn't spend a lot of money on it. Right. And, well, and they would get rid of the super powered, like these elemental guys so yeah. easily. Yeah. I was always disappointed. Like the wind guy, he just heats up the chain and there he's gone. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, when I think about low budget, uh, not disappointments, but kind of letdowns, it's like, in the movie, I think it's X3, whenever Iceman's fighting Pyro, and uh, it's like a big clash between them. Maybe he's fighting Pyro, I think he is. And it's the first time he goes like completely covered in ice, mm-hmm. and then he just walks off screen. Like, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't do like the Aquaman, or not Aquaman, but he doesn't do like the Iceman sled thing where he, you know, he just... He beats him and then he just like walks off screen. It's like, I, what? <laughs> side, sidebar, there's a scene in that movie where Logan goes to the enemy mutant camp mm-hmm. and he's like checking it out, sniffing around. And there's all these super powerful mutants. And then there's just a guy with a shotgun. <laughs> like, what's his power? I remember Herschel saying like his power is drinking a gallon of milk in an hour. Like, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> why, why does he have a shotgun? The other guy's shooting super weird. That guy, his his power is he only has to poop once a week or something <laughs> weird like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no complications, perfectly fine. But he can he doesn't have to do it only his, once a week. His uh, superpower is he doesn't have to wipe after. <laughs> oh, man, I would. <laughs> <laughs> that is a superpower I would be okay with. I'd be at Xavier's mansion, like just not check a problem, this not, out. Not a problem in the world. Clean <laughs> Not a problem in the world. I'd be the best X Man. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I want to do. Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I want to do a series of like terrible X Men. Like the because you see a lot of X Men characters like when they show the mansion and in the movies and in the cartoon and even in the comic books. They you, you have your prominent x-men you know everything about them but you also mm-hmm. have like people running around in the background yeah what are their powers if they're not good enough to be an x-man like there's a guy that can absorb moisture and they just use him as like a janitor yeah. <laughs> or something yeah. <laughs> there's, hey. there's yeah. a guy that could like make paper towels come out of his elbows and he can clean windows or something 
That'd be great. It's got to really, be. Really gotta, on the abortion thing. Right now. I, I think of like messes. I've obviously been cleaning up after kids for the past few days. <laughs> Thinking about what powers <laughs> I would like to have. <laughs> they no, call no, no. me the human bidet. Yeah, I'll spray that would be a cool. jet of water. Yeah, like finger. only, like not nothing, no pressure or anything, just enough to like clean. Just something. a dribble. Yeah, just to clean something off. <laughs> oh, oh god, those would be good. Those would be good. I'm really excited for the episodes we have coming up soon. Not that I'm not excited for this one. I'm just yeah, like, this right. one is. Y'all can go ahead and check out, folks. See this guys. one's terrible. <laughs> See you guys later. But next week we have an old friend of ours that reached out to us. Uh, Jay Burnham, he's going to be on. We're going to talk about Star Wars. We haven't talked about Star Wars on here in a while. Star we Wars. Really haven't, haven't been able to. There hasn't been much news. But that's going to be a good one. And then we're going to be on a podcast, which I'm not nervous about at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be at the end of the month. I'm excited about that. I just imagine Simon and I are just going to be like, mm-hmm, Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I get. I get real nervous around new people. Yeah, uh, me too. I'm just going <laughs> to, my strategy is to just drink a lot right before. <laughs> yeah, just take a couple of shots. And then laugh the entire time. <laughs> like my face is going to be all red. I'm excited. I, I couldn't be more excited. I figured out the Amazon watch party thing. And by figured out, it means I logged on to Amazon on my browser and hit watch party. <laughs> and now I know how to do it. The secrets of the internet unlocked. <laughs> so, so if anybody wants to watch um, the old 1940s Superman show <laughs> with us, we can do that. There's some good shows on there. Uh, what I want to do, though, is set, The Voice comes out September 4th. Like mm, two weeks before then, I want to rewatch the first season. So oh, The Boys. I thought yeah. you said The Voice. I was like, the voice is The Voice is back on. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, do, I do like The Voice, but I don't want to, people to see me crying or hear me crying through the keyboard. <laughs> sob, um, sob, sob. Yeah, so maybe we'll figure out a way to get, and even if it's just me and you on there, <laughs> that'll be fine. I, I just want to rewatch it before the new season comes out. Good. Uh, other news? I don't know. There's everybody, every company is doing their own online uh what's it called <clears throat> convention convention yeah every every company's doing their online convention so there's a lot of those coming up too many too many to mention the re- most too recent one i saw was too many conventions to mention what what is skybound the guys that did robert kirkman they did invincible walking dead uh they have their own Shark Bear or whatever is it? Did they do that one too? I think so. <laughs> Bear Shark. I can't sure. remember. That was a weird-ass sure. comic. Sure. They do a lot of good. They, they recently had one that I read. It was Free Comic Book Day. It was called Firepower or something like that. It was actually pretty good. So maybe they'll talk about that. I don't know. The best ones are always named the worst things. Yeah, they really are. Uh, that's all I got for news, I think. I saw a rumor. It's not really news about DC making a Rebirth movie. Justice League Rebirth, which isn't going to tie to the Snyder Cut at all, but kind of set the president for the precedent, not president. <laughs> you know, set the president up on a higher platform. He's like, we got to get back to speed force. <laughs> He's going to, yeah. Donald Trump, Donald, Trump. Donald, Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump's going to play Superman in Justice League Rebirth. I'm excited. It's it's about a bunch of super babies. <laughs> so what do you think about Justice League Rebirth if they do it? I don't know, man. Here's my thing. It's like all of the movies are passable 
I've I have yeah. not watched even Justice League, which isn't great. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching it like <clears throat> it wasn't like X Men Origins Wolverine where I was like, "This is fuck you, so, you are yeah. spitting in my face." It's the only one I've ever watched that I was just like, "How dare yeah. you?" <laughs> because the uh, because I mean I know you don't like them, but the other X Men treated the characters with some modicum of respect. This was like a cartoon. No, no uh, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, get it. <laughs> I mean, if we had to, if we had, um, but. I've, so I feel like DC movies are passable, but really they are just a paycheck. So every time they mm-hmm. put something out, I don't think it, they give a shit who likes it. I mean, they just want enough people to like it so mm-hmm. they can get some money back. Um, well, at this point, they're just they're. I think they're going to be past that point. They're going to make money no matter what. But like, they just been cashing out on like, hey, this is a Justice League movie. And before then, it was like, hey, we're doing the Marvel thing. We're doing the big universe. So you mm. got to see all the movies, right? But then you find out that the movies are like only vaguely connected. Like, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, does Aquaman take place before or after Justice League? I yeah. don't even know. I think they made a slight reference about his his friends, so I think it's after Justice League, or no, it's before because I don't know. Is it because I think he's still in exile when he goes to the mother box? Yeah, that's oh, it's after. That's why I, I don't fucking know. I'm not even gonna pretend to know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, like shit like that's confusing. I I don't know. I, and what are they gonna really do if the Snyder Cut is just this huge, huge movie that people won't stop talking about? I don't. They're gonna they're gonna try to make Justice League two. <laughs> they're gonna try to get all these characters back. If they can make it. So Justice League to me is like a half score. It's like a five out of ten. Like yeah. I, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, no. but it's not great. I liked it's, it. I I would say that I enjoyed it. Like you said, enough. Yeah, it's a it's okay. I There's mean, a lot there of things that I was just like, that's weird, weird choice. Yeah, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So if they could make it like a seven or eight, yeah. All right. All right. Watch another one. I don't think that they should. I don't think that Justice League Rebirth, like another Justice League movie not connected, is something they need to do. I think they need to focus on building the characters up. Like it's hard to right. give a shit about the characters if they don't have. Like I'm not saying they all need their own movie, but like there needs to be a little bit of a build up. There should have been a Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. They should have all had a sequel by the time they did Justice League. Right. Yeah, they were trying to build the pyramids from the top down yeah which is just weird justice league is supposed to be like the big movie it's a one of the biggest franchises ever it should be the big end game type movie but they were trying to lead with it which and they went full apocalypse or they were supposed to go apocalypse with the, the like the first team up movie yeah they, couldn't they, find fought, a different they fought dark side on the first movie yeah. they couldn't have fought lex Luthor, which they they were setting up lex Luthor and like the uh, Legion of Doom, I guess it would be called. I don't think it's that cool yeah, to call them. Solomon that, but... Grundy one pants too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they were but... setting up that, and then they just went full tilt. Like, you know what? No, we got to have Dark Side, the strongest entity in the DC universe. First movie, right? Because I don't even know what would take that place. I mean, after that, no. What would I mean? What would be the first? If it weren't Dark Side. Would it fight, be... Le- fight Lex Luthor. Because you know what? They Angle, maybe? They made the mistake of doing Doomsday in the Batman vs. Superman movie. 
Yes, God. So, like, they could have did Doomsday, if you remember, or if you read the comic books or seen that, even the animated movie, he kicks the shit out of all of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. He, like, beats them all down. And then Superman barely beats him at the end, dying in the process. That could have been a great Justice League movie. <laughs> I don't know why. That was a good movie. I like the animated movie. Oh, the animated movie is so good. I've watched it multiple times on uh, DC Universe. Terrible. <laughs> That's not yeah. terrible, but it's terrible what they did with it. Because they, it seems like the people that are doing the animated movies are just doing it full fan service. Mm-hmm. And then the people that are doing the, like they're not talking to the people that are making the live action movies. They're just like, you guys have creative control over the, you know, the live action movies. Do whatever you want. Never read a comic book. Right. Go. Yeah. DC. Uh, DC has always had a really strong um, animation game. Yeah. Anyway. Way better than Marvel's. <clears throat> For sure. And there yeah. are Marvel shows that I like. I'm not saying that. I'm just they're way they're consistently way better. Yeah. Well, they build the universe there. Yeah. Where Marvel kind of falters in those areas, like DC. First, you had like the Batman and Superman animated series, which mm-hmm. linked up, and then you had Justice League, and then Justice League Unlimited, which were all one spanning yeah. universe. And then with the new universe, I think do the don't the Titans connect into the that larger universe, or are those two separate uh, things? Uh, Teen Titans, no, or the live action. I'm sorry, the uh, Young Justice. Does that link up with the main universe? Of- I don't think. I don't think so. I could. They're animated similarly. Yeah, they are animated well. enough, but I don't. I don't think so. It would be cool if they did, but I don't mm. think so either. Mainly because no. they have their own Teen Titans in the in the animated universe. Uh, I got. They you, did yeah. like the Justice League versus Teen Titans, which focuses on like Raven, and I don't think Raven's even in Young Justice. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. Um, anyway, long sidebar. <laughs> yeah, but like Marvel's animated shows, they had a hit. One of the greatest animated shows I've ever seen was Earth Mightiest Heroes. Uh, the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes show. Loved it. They went exactly how it went from comic books. Took a little liberty, but it was perfect. That was they, a few years ago, right? Yeah. A little older. Yeah, they did all the, the great storylines. They did Secret Invasion. They did Civil War. They did all these crazy story arcs. Then they, towards the end, they were leaning into new Avengers. They had, you know, Luke Cage, Wolverine, and all of them, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So cool. And then they just canceled it, and immediately, like a month later, came out with the new show, uh, Avengers Assemble, which was supposed to resemble the movies more. I guess. With, like, Tony Stark being sort of the leader, and it was basically exactly the Falcon was on the just, it was exactly like the movies. Mm. It's just, it sucks that they did that. Like, the movies can be its own thing. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be all the same thing. Well, yeah, sometimes that inspires, I mean, this is the longest sidetrack, so yeah. sometimes I feel like that it inspires good things, because that's like where the Ultimate Universe came from, it's when true. they when they released the Spider-Man movies, they came up with the Ultimate Spider-Man, so new readers, you know, so, yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with you that it should be, a, everything can be separate, you don't have to like, integrate everything, yeah. but I guess it's just... So kids won't be confused. Yeah, I mean, that's true. really it is to, to sell children. to sell toys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Yeah. That's all the news I got. Uh, oh, that Microsoft thing was cool. Microsoft might uh, buy WB's gaming division. Is that That'd correct? Be interesting. Something like that. <clears throat> One thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, you go ahead. I I do find, so uh, Microsoft bought Double Fine Studios. They make like Psychonauts, things like that. And And I'm curious if WB, if they had things in development, if Microsoft would follow suit and let them release those on multiple platforms because mm-hmm. like what i was saying is double fine they bought double fine but they're still going to let them release on several platforms for the games that they have in the works so psychonauts oh, okay. 2 will be able to release uh on a couple of different platforms and stuff but <clears throat> i'm just curious if they would do that you know because games are in the works for years and years in advance mm-hmm. so uh anyway continue yeah no i one thing that I think is has always been weak and that has not interested me at all in Xbox is that they don't have exclusives except for you know like Halo, right? I know they have Gears, but that doesn't interest me as much as Halo does. Like it, I'm not it really. I would play Gears, but I'm not, yeah, gonna buy a console for it. I do think right. about it for Halo sometimes, but not an, It's not enough. You know what I mean? Right. They don't have enough oh, exclusives. Yeah, yeah. And for so, sure. if it would be a situation where they had Mortal, I always get Mortal Kombat, I always get Injustice. If it was a thing where those were exclusive games to Xbox, then I would most likely get an Xbox. Not against PlayStation. I would get both because I'm a baller. <laughs> no, not really. But I would get. I would sell my blood and get both. <laughs> and semen. Blood and semen. Mix. <laughs> yeah, mix them together. <laughs> the, ketchup, they... the old ketchup and mayonnaise mixture. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> uh yeah, I've, I'm curious about that because Microsoft seemed to shoot themselves in the foot. They had a lot of exclusives. I think this was like E3 2016 or mm-hmm. something where they had shown like Scalebound, which was the platinum produced like dragon game that looked really cool. And then it was yeah. just canceled. Yeah. Uh, and there were a few things like that that year that they just kept canceling mainline. And that's why they started acquiring studios because they're like, shit you know yeah they have um, fable fables is an exclusive right yeah but they have i mean fable 3 was kind of a so-so and they haven't done shit with it since they just renewed the license last week so i'd love to see a new fable in the in the same vein as fable 2 fable 2 i was addicted to that game fable 2 is one of the ones was one of those games that maybe want an xbox oh, but again yeah. but again not enough like right it was a it was a pretty deep RPG though. I mean, yeah. I guess as deep as I want it to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything I've watched on it, I've watched a lot of it of content on it, and I wanted it, but I just I had a PlayStation, and then at that time, all the games that were on multiple platforms I had on PlayStation, so it was like, yeah, I'm really gonna buy an Xbox for one game, and that's it. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, I, I would find myself when I had all three consoles, I would find myself like splitting. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this one on Xbox. I'll get this mm-hmm. one on PlayStation. Yeah, I would probably do something like that. Depending on who I know, if it was multiplayer, who was playing. No. It's kind of a, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a stupid way to do things. Though. I, mean, I mean, well, if you have both, you might as well use both. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Garen had both. Yeah. I, Xbox, I had the last, last generation, at least. I had an Xbox One. And I had an Xbox One S, which had a, f- a 4K Blu- Blu-ray player on it, which oh, wow. was pretty cool. But uh, I just really didn't use it. I-, I played old games on it. I played all the backwards compatible. That is games. one thing that they do have that's really, really good. Is that they're uh, so you have like the free games on PlayStation, which aren't always good. 
there mm-hmm. i mean they are still free games you pay for the you pay for the service for the online play and then you kind of get that as a perk right and but xbox every time i see it i'm just like damn that's really good i wish that i had an xbox because i would you know i would get those games and you get like three games or something crazy like that mm-hmm. and they're like even though they're older games they're like fun older games right which would be cool yeah whoever gets the so ninja turtles there there were were they activision that makes their games or platinum? Uh, no, platinum made the last game. It's a Nickelodeon. I mean, it's all owned by Nickelodeon, so they so just kind of. At some out. point, they made that Turtles in Time game reshelled, and it was on PlayStation. That was Ubisoft. Ubisoft, but all those games got pulled. All the play, all the Nintendo or all the Ninja Turtle games got pulled at some for some reason on there. Same with Transformers. They lost the license. It's so, so weird. They, those licenses only hold for so long for online stores. It's the same with Spider Man. You can't buy Shattered Dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Whatever the previous, I think it was just the the one where the they, one with, they were all there were four Spider Man Noir classic Spider Man. I thought that was Shattered Ultimate. Dimensions. <clears throat> Maybe it is because then they made another one. They had Web of Shadows, Shattered Dimensions, and then there was one with just Spider Man in two thousand ninety nine Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you uh, can't get any of those anyway. So, yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, for a while, for a while, you well, you can't get uh, Civil War or Ultimate Alliance one or two anymore. Wow, they sold them like really cheap, but now you can't. Yeah, now you you can't can't even get the remastered ones. You can't buy them now for some reason. For a while, they weren't selling Marvel vs. Capcom three, which but they do now. But I really wish they would sell fucking Marvel vs. Capcom two because that was like the greatest game of all time. Yeah, but. You can't get that. I think it's really weird that they don't. Thank you for a ride. Yeah, I love that. Na-na-na-na. <laughs> I played that so much. That's like my most played game on PS2. I suck uh, at that game. I can't believe I suck at that game too, but still, just looks so cool. I just liked all the designs. That Iron Man yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. Um. I just totally got tired. We're thinking about like <laughs> Iron Man's finisher move, where the giant gun comes down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's weird that the licenses go away like that, and they don't like actively try to. Yeah, and I I really don't know the ins and outs. I just know it's a licensing issue. Yeah, which is disappointing. Like I was lucky enough, I I still have that Turtles in Time. Yeah, but it's on my PlayStation Three. Same with mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim. You can only get that. Yeah, like if you've bought it already. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so... what it sucks that you can't download it, even though you have it. You can't download it on your PlayStation Four. That's I wish I hope that it's not a thing, which I know it's gonna be for mm-hmm. PlayStation Five. Like, since I have all these games in my library, they should be able to go over. You would think. No, man. What would make you buy more games? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Come on. Like, uh, you had that Transformers game, like the cell shaded one that I wanted so bad. It was a PlayStation oh, yeah. Plus, uh, ex- or free game, right? Yeah, yeah. I put it for free. But I didn't have. I said sold my PlayStation at the time that. It was uh, free, and I didn't get it. And then when I tried to buy it, you couldn't get it on fucking PlayStation Store because it's gone. So it's like, just go buy a physical copy. I mean, they still exist. Who does that, man? You can get them on the eBay. This is this is the future, man. Twenty (laughs) twenty. This is the future. That's why my wife was like, "You don't even like buying physical games." Like I say, I do, but she's like, "When's the last time you bought a physical game?" And I'm like, "Oh." I always do because I calculate. I I buy everything mm. with hopes that I'll be able to sell it. So I know that sounds ridiculous, but I calculate from the beginning. Like I calculate like that too, except I have GameFly and I calculate the price of the game 
Well, you can just rent it on Gamefly then. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I have Gamefly, and well, the way I calculate this is like it's like I have Last of Us right now, and I got it on Gamefly because I I knew it's one of those games that you beat and I'm never gonna play it again. It doesn't have any multiplayer or anything, so I got it on right. Gamefly, and I'm trying to beat it within like two weeks to make you know. It, so if I can beat it within the month, then I just got that game for seventeen dollars, and then right. if I can yeah, yeah. beat another game, you know, next month. I got yeah. you know I'm just getting games every month for seventeen dollars, even though I give them back. It's it's worth it for games like that that yeah. you that's how much value you're, you're gonna like get. I know. Out of it. Like I should have got freaking Final Fantasy VII remake on there. I haven't finished that game just because I know once I beat it, I'm never gonna touch it again. So I'm saving that last level yeah, until I'm like really in the mood for it. I do that constantly. I so like I built up my team in Digimon. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna beat it. Yeah. And it, there's all these other challenges you can do. I was like, I'll just beat it. I'll go back. I'll do the challenges later. No. <laughs> See, I'm not even messing with the story on that game. I'm just stacking up my characters. Like, I have that black that's, Omnimon right now. Yeah. He's that's level what 99. I, <laughs> I could beat the game. <laughs> that's what I did from the beginning. So the game is kind of a breeze, honestly. Yeah. I don't. I never met a challenge. <laughs> there's a game called Digimon Survive coming out. That's supposed to be like an RPG. Survive. Uh, maybe that'll be a, a better version of it. And... Curious. Last of Us 2, short review on that so far. I've only done like the intro thing. And it's everything that you... All the depressing and scary stuff from the first game is multiplied. Mm. So, it's been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was playing it with my nephews in here and and my wife, my wife was watching me, and I was just like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't want to watch this. Why is this happening? She was like, Why did you get this game? <laughs> you don't really enjoy it. Yeah, just like because uh, like Garen doesn't want to play it, so he just watched the entire all the cutscenes and everything on YouTube. <laughs> why didn't he want to play it? He bought it, right? He's lazy. I don't think he bought it. I think he just watched it all on YouTube. Well, so entire. that's you know I I'm alright with that. Same. But like I feel like he bought it. <laughs> I hope not, because I know for a fact he watched it all on YouTube. Because <laughs> he was trying to get me to stream it on Twitch so he could watch it, but I was like, if I if I stream it, I'm not gonna. It's it's a long game. It's not gonna mm. be something I beat in a weekend. Right. I don't know. It's terrible, terrible game, and it's depressing as fuck, man. So <laughs> that's my review right now. I felt bad depressing after. Yeah, I felt. Fuck. You know, some games you feel good about after you play it. That game, like I played Spider Man. I'm like, man, that was fun. Mm-hmm. This game, I was just like, whew, I need to go outside and like smoke a cigarette or something. I'm stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> Brutal. And I don't smoke cigarettes, yeah. guys, so I would have to go buy them and then smoke. And look like a loser because I wouldn't even know how to do it. <laughs> I'd be outside like, Can I like, get a pack <laughs> of your finest cigarettes, please? <laughs> yeah, I would. And that would have to be one of those cigarettes like on the long sticks, like the old lady, like ladies yeah. used to smoke back in the day. Let me get a pack of 22 Monty Burns. <laughs> exactly. Okay, this episode of the podcast, I don't really have any other news. Simon, you got any news? No. <laughs> but I was like, I was doing my thing today. Was, all these kids were screaming behind me, and I was like, I'm looking up doing news. Thing. I was like, I'm looking up news, trying to pull together a list, and I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm just going to go off the old noggin. Yeah, there you go. So I'm sure <laughs> we missed some stuff. Just like oh, tonight, it, I don't think I'm going to edit this. I think I'm just going to go. Just oh, do it. Maybe. Uh, the only news that I've seen is that there is a Ubisoft conference talking about because E3 was canceled. <clears throat> it is on Sunday, the twelfth, and I think from twelve thirty to three. That's 
So you can go to Ubisoft.com and like schedule it on your calendar, and that's what it's scheduled. So oh, yeah. <clears throat> if you tune in that day and log into Ubisoft, you'll get like a free uh, version of Watch Dogs 2. Oh, forever? The, mm-hmm. You'll get to keep it. So Wow. Uh, I don't even – like Watch Dogs 1 was all right. Watch Dogs 2 is good. It's fun. Oh, you played it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, I, I, I was. In, it's one of those games I was like kind of interested in, but it's like mm. no, it's way better. They because the they first really, one was the first one seemed like okay. Now this was my problem with Watch Dogs One. The build up for it was just so much. It looked right. so awesome. All the trailers just looked like this badass game, like next level game. And then you get it, and it's just like <laughs> the same repetitive, like six missions and six different ways to beat things, and it's just like oh. I don't want to play this anymore. I don't think I ever beat it. Now the the second one is way spicier. It's yeah. more fun. It's just more fun. It's not as depressing. Yeah, you're not just some sad white dude. You know, a game I thought was fun that I was thinking about playing again. Saints Row Four. Mm. Yeah, this is a, a wayside bar, but that was that's a very stupid game that I played a lot. I thought about getting it on Switch. Yeah, same. I heard there was an issue, so I don't know. Um, somebody was saying on the reviews that they claimed all the DLC, but it never activated or something. Oh, I don't like that. Nope. So I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, Plus, like it's that. like 40 bucks, or you could just go get it for $15 at GameStop on PlayStation. So Yeah, or I think it's like, a, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, because PlayStation has been marking down a bunch of games, I guess, to mm-hmm. get people to continue to buy games even though their playstation 5s have to come out so like hey don't forget about us buy all the games you can right before you never play your system again <laughs> and so they, they had like 50 games last week that went down to five dollars so that's probably one of them yeah okay this episode of the podcast we're shit i was like man this is gonna be a short one we're gonna i don't have any news we're not gonna talk about anything just gonna knock it out last one was two last week was two hours and I was editing it, and I was like, man, there's really not a lot to cut. We actually talk about a lot of on-topic things. <laughs> and so we just, I don't know, it's getting good, I guess. We like to talk. We like to talk. <clears throat> this week, I don't know, did you, re-read, gonna... did you reread this book at all? I, I didn't have a chance. I really okay. wanted to. I did not yeah. have a chance. I kind of skimmed through it to remember what was in the first volume. But you have read it, and I mean, you've read it before, so oh, it's fine. Oh, yeah, dude, it's one of my, ugh, it's one of my favorites. So the reviews never really last that long, but I do want to highlight some things. We are reviewing a book called Top 10 by America's Best Comics. Mm. Is that what it was? Let me look right here. America's yeah, yeah, Best yeah. Comics, which yeah, was yeah, yeah. a it was a company set up by Alan Moore. It was an imprint of Wildstorm, uh, which is itself uh, an imprint of Image at that point, because Wildstorm was a, its own thing before... DC bought them out, I think. Hmm. I don't know. And even though DC bought Wildstorm, Alan Moore honored the contracts because he he made a vow a long ass time ago, some weird Alan Moore thing that he would never work for DC again. Because he's a wizard. Yeah, because he hates that place. And then he's, you know, they're the devil. They're actually not that bad. They just don't know what they're doing. And America's Best Comics originally it's like an old school you know how back in the day they had like strange tales and that's how it was called it was a book it was a series like that and they it was in the 40s but then they reused the name in the 90s for this series or books that they had they had league of extraordinary gentlemen they had tom strong which i love tom Tom strong Strong. yeah um tomorrow stories the league of extraordinary gentlemen which is so good (laughs) 
Uh, top, did I? Leave Extraordinary Journeyman's Promethea. That's what I meant to say. Promethea, yeah, yeah. Tom Strong, Tomorrow Stories, Top 10. Uh, those are all very good. Very good books. Alan Moore himself, like Simon said, is a wizard. He's very weird. He has a very uh, specific style of writing. It's very weird. He did Swamp oh. Thing. He's probably oh, yeah, more known great. for doing Watchmen. Right? He did Watchmen, didn't he? Yes. Alan Moore yeah, did yeah. Watchmen. He did Killing Joke with DC, one of their most famous stories mm-hmm. with uh, poor Barbara Gordon getting shot, uh, which is so good. But he does a lot of weird – his Swamp Thing run – if you ever get a chance to read it, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird, but it's still good. But it's yeah. Very, there were very... parts. There were parts. I I think I missed one of the books, but from what I got to, <laughs> the the drawing style is also really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what when he they there's like that mind that dude head gets cut off or whatever, yeah. and it turns into some bird and. And, for, and somehow Swamp Thing is in the main DC universe, even though it's like this crazy deep, you know, not quasi deep story, not like a real deep story, but like, I don't know. That's another episode. Before yeah. I talk about top 10 and, and you know, we talk about our, I got a new rating system that I want to run by you. We'll test it out on this episode. Okay. And, but I want to talk about some, my thing is. Again, I mentioned it all the time as like a, a side plug for something. Simon and I have created multiple characters. My main thing that I enjoy doing is creating characters first and then building worlds around them. Like anytime I have, every time I, every time I hear a cool name, I write it down. And then like in my spare time, I start creating this world around it. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite pastimes. It's very strange. But so I really appreciate good characters. Characters that aren't necessarily, if you can deviate from the main, like it's not a Superman, you know, it's not an Iron Man. Right. Even if it's just a little bit, if you can deviate from that at all, I'm, I'm in. And so in this book, one of the main things that, that drew me in is that it's superheroes. It is. But it's all these original characters. And if you really tried, you can pull out like, oh, this is kind of like, Superman and all this stuff, but it's really relatively original characters written are pretty original. Right. Well, and some like, just as I was flipping through and I remember these the first time I read it, but there's lots of weird background characters you can look at. Yeah. I'm going to highlight some of those guys. Yeah. uh, That really, I I feel like there's so many details in this that are just great, but I I agree. It's got so many purely original characters. that you can't really just say, oh, it's this this thing or whatever. Yeah. So it's got a really I'm, deep lore. I'm going to go over uh, some of my characters, and I have them written down. I know you. I didn't send you this list or anything, but I'm going to go through them. And if you remember them, then you you know, you know can give your two cents. And so the first character that I have on here is Dust Devil. He was like a, he's kind of a techno cowboy. He, mm-hmm. He's like a weapons master. He doesn't have like a bunch of powers, but he has... He's, like a robot cowboy. I thought it was really cool. He's, yeah. uh, he's got like robot legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool character. He's like, a, he had a human, he was like a lie detector at some point. I think they vaguely, I don't know. He was cool. Uh, Smacks was a character that I actually enjoyed more than that. His name is Jeff Smacks. He was a giant, yeah. he's like a giant blue skin, superpower, half ogre policeman. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, and that's what I'm talking about, lore. 
what I like about these characters is it almost seemed like because there's several. I mean, there's like top ten, volume one, volume two. Yeah, there's so uh, many. I didn't realize that it's so deep in the story, even though it's like uh, it's twelve issues. But then Smacks had a ten issue series. Mm-hmm. But then there's only twelve and, issues in this story, and then there's like a bunch of other mini series. There's like a forty niners, forty niners, the beginning of all this mm-hmm. whole cityscape. So yeah, I, and like I said, like I was reading through the panels, I was like, oh shit, I forgot that they like highlighted something that's gonna happen in this other spinoff book that may not even happen. Like it's just a single panel; it's there, and you don't know what it is. Yeah, because Smacks had his own uh, his own miniseries, and he was he came from a land of like myth and like fairy tale legends, right? And he was yeah. a he was supposed to be a dragon slayer, but he was like a failure at it. So then he moved and he joined this police force, and was a, a was a police officer. Excuse me. Yeah, he's just like a in the volume two. You find out some more things about his like family, but yeah. he's like this super big ass blue guy with white hair and he looks really intimidating but like his dad is like a gnome you know it's like some weird shit like that he's kind of like a superman figure i guess that's one of the only ones to me that i could be like oh yeah that's kind of like superman but they gave him like the half ogre superman's not an ogre he was more fairy tale so that was cool yeah and this character purely off of the name i thought the name was genius i'm a sucker for a good name her name was irma geddon She was just yeah. this this middle aged lady, and she had a uh, like a nuclear armed battle suit. Mm-hmm. She was just yeah. like a working class police officer that had this badass battle suit, and I just thought it was cool. I think it's cool because they're police officers, and they and we'll talk about the story synopsis in a little bit. But I just think it's cool that it's just like this regular lady. She's not like a billionaire playboy, super handsome or anything. She's like kind of plump. <laughs> not, mm-hmm. not she's not super hot or anything. She's a mom, I think. Yeah. Again, in the name, Armageddon is so cool. And I mean, lame. I'm a sucker for lame stuff. Yeah, well, it's like a dad joke name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Next on my list, I have Jack Phantom. Apparently, she's supposed to be, she's one of the more prominent characters. Mm. Uh, Her name's Jackie. She's a badass. I think she's a sergeant uh, at top 10. I don't really remember. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't don't remember that. But I know her powers are like phasing. She had like ghost powers. And she's a Libyan. Yeah. A, <laughs> yeah, a, for a, sure. A Libyan. <laughs> so, so uh, before, in a previous episode, we talked about what kind of powers we had, and ghost powers was my answer. So any character that has, like, ghost phasing powers is going to be on my list. And her name, and she went by, ja- she went by Jack instead of Jackie, which was cool, because she had, like, mm-hmm. a dude name, but she was, like, a badass chick. Probably my favorite character in the series was a character named Hyperdog. <laughs> he was a super intelligent talking Doberman, but he had like a man shaped ex- robo ex- exoskeleton or something like that. Yeah. And, and there wasn't any, he didn't have any other superpowers besides having, besides a, being a super smart robot. And yeah, he's just a smart dog. And having the robot body. So the strength of a robot and a super smart dog. Mm hmm. But he was really cool. He's just a really cool character. I like the way they drew him, and because he wore, he didn't have just like a robot body. He still wore clothes. Yeah, which I yeah, thought was yeah. cool. He he dressed like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. He had one one time. I remember one panel specifically. He had this shirt on. It was like a blue shirt that said "Dog" in big letters on it. <laughs> or he wore that shirt a lot, actually. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. 
there was a veteran on the Neo, Neo Neopolis PD. His name was Jetman. He was uh, 15 years old in World War II, I think, and he was a pilot that shot down a bunch of the German aircraft. He was in the, I think he's in the 49ers story. Yes, he's he's part of the main. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see. I haven't read it yet. I want to read 49ers, but I think that his is since 49ers is kind of like a prequel. I imagine that he's going to be a character in that. Mm-hmm. It definitely that, made me want to read more. Right. Before we get into, into that. There's a character. Her name was Toy Box. She was cool. She was kind of uh, the center of the beginning. Right. She's, a, she's an odd character. Yeah, she's the Rook. Yeah, they introduced her in issue one. And I wasn't. I'll be honest. Like I, I'm not a huge fan. I love the. I mean, Alan Moore's writing. I love the way he writes these characters to be so human. But yeah. as far as like power set or anything, I was like, eh, okay. Um, but yeah, because okay. she was like uh, really good with gadgets. I didn't really understand her powers yet. Um, maybe after you know, in volume two or something, they'll get more into it. Well, her yeah, her dad had built. A lot of those gadgets. Okay. And she still uses them. See, so I don't know if she even has like a superpower. I think that she can still build, but I, you know, I didn't have a chance to reread it, so I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. But now I'm gonna, because I'm just flipping through it. I'm like, fuck, it's so good. Yeah, me too. I, I've, I've gotten into it so much and I just, because I totally forgot we were doing it. And so over the weekend while we were driving to and from which I was reading. My wife was driving. I was reading. I was like, I got to read this stuff. <laughs> just like, so, I was like, hey, this, yeah, I was just like, I got to read this. It's important. And so I was reading it and uh, I was like, man, this is so good. I want to keep going. But it's like, I'm going to stop and I'm going to focus on this first volume because that's all we're going to talk about. I don't want to get into future stuff, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm not there yet. And another character that I thought was cool, not because he was kind of, I don't like him because he was like a bigot or anything, but I like <laughs> his name was Shockheaded Peter. Mm-hmm. He was a, he had electroshock powers, but he was like, I guess you could say racist towards robots because robots are sort of like a race of people in this world. Yeah. He, he hated robots like big time and treated them like shit. So what I love about Shockheaded Pete is that he, he looks like his costume accentuates that he has like he's pudgy. Yeah, it's like a sweatshirt kind of like it's not a spandex suit. It's kind of it's, it's super lame. Right. Yeah. It's just like really, really goofy looking. He's got yeah. like he's got like uh, um, exercise shorts on on the outside of like a track mm-hmm. like track pants with high boots. And he has these uh, stupid uh if I remember right he has these stupid headphone type things with mm-hmm. just antennae hanging out of them. Yeah. He has electricity powers, right? Yes. Or can can control electricity. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. One character that I thought was just like crazy cool but very weird. Uh, this is my last character I'm going to go over before we talk about the synopsis. His uh, King Peacock. <laughs> yeah. First of all, cool name. I was already in. It's just random, weird, very cool name. He was uh, very strange, very Alan Moore character. Yeah. He like was. Uh, he followed this. Yeah, he followed this weird religion. Everybody called him a devil worshiper, even though he wasn't really a devil worshiper. It was like a. I can't remember what they called it. Started with a Y, like Yazidi or something religion. Mm-hmm. 
but then you know he's like a dad he's married he has kids he's a good dad he's like a good husband but he was just weird and he had op like divine powers <laughs> well i didn't understand i really didn't understand this character at all yeah uh, and maybe have, it's maybe i'll have to read further along to understand him more but i have a hard time remembering him honestly when i was looking through flipping through i was like oh yeah that guy yeah he was just like a black dude He's and me. i don't know his real ethnicity but he looked like a black dude he had no shirt on he was buff and he had these weird pants and then this giant peacock tail behind him and he had like i guess like design divine powers because of his religion <laughs> The only character I would really add to that that mm-hmm. I thought was really cool, which I learned this term from, see, comic books can teach you things, books, is uh, Synesthesia, the, the oh, woman yeah, she whose, was cool. power, uh, who, whose power is Synesthesia, so she solves crime by, like, hearing certain things in certain areas. <clears throat> I don't so know, she's sort like... Of, I, sort of psionic. Yeah, she's like, I hear purple here, and I also heard it on yeah. this person that we're trying to solve, so... <clears throat> It's pretty interesting, and that's his. Uh, that they're partners, right? Uh, I can't remember, but that's a real thing. I just think it's interesting because I like yeah. I know a person with synesthesia, so it's interesting. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. That's a weird thing. I did not know that. Now I know. I will tell you right now. Uh, I did try. Like I tried to brush up on some things that I might need to know to talk about it. And looking up top ten comics, if you were talking about something being hard to search earlier. <laughs> that's extremely yeah. hard to search online because like right, yeah, top yeah, 10 yeah. comics pulls up every any and every comic book site that has a top 10 list yeah yeah top 10 alan moore top yeah. 10, yeah so you have to be very specific on on looking anything up on top 10 so uh now that we talked about some of my favorite characters and i guess simon brought simon i kind of went over a lot of the cool characters um uh, the story revolves around the day-to-day lives of police officers in the 10th precinct police station. This tent, it's kind of like a Hill Street Blues or like a, it's like a cop drama. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very cool because it's like science fiction, has monsters, robots, fantasy creatures. It talks about like bigotry and it talks about like sort of like real, real life problems that minorities have. And that's what I thought was really cool. Um has vi- i don't know what do you what do you think no i, I my favorite and... my favorite part about this comic the reason i love it so much is because there are all these eccentric characters but really it's just another day for them like yeah uh the city was built by like nazis and operation paperclip like they 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 got exemption from any war crimes during world war ii if they helped build this city so the city's like what you would imagine like indiana jones nazi scientists you know would come mm-hmm. up with uh, yeah like weird future robot stuff yeah like it's crazy and so all the whole main backstory is that all superheroes and all kind of cosmic beings start filtering through this area mm. um but yeah dude um as far as the story i just find it so interesting like there's like this major overarching you know point or major plot and then you've got these minor little things like you were talking about uh the the techno cowboy guy like his mom gets like super mice in her house so he has to call like this exterminator who then brings super cats to fight and then (laughs) yeah i thought that was cool too because it's like a episode of law and order kind of like there's 
There's, like you said, side stories, monster, not monster of the week, but kind of like monster of the page. Right. Cases that you see in between all of this. Right. And then there's, uh, there's like the, the Norse mythology, like they go to the restaurant where somebody's murdered and they just, it's just cyclical. Like they go through, somebody dies, but Norse mythology is cyclical. So he like comes back alive. That's really cool. So one thing that I did like about it was that it won the original characters was great. And mm-hmm. it was something that was new. I loved that it normalized superpower. So in regular comics, there's kind of like a God complex with superheroes. Like they are just everything. People worship them. But in this, it's like day to day life. So you can hate people with superpowers. You don't automatically hold them to a higher standard. It's just kind right. of part of everyone's life. Mm-hmm. Which that's what I like about that anime show, My Hero Academia. It's so normalized of people having powers that you have to, for you to be considered like a hero, you have to actually be trained kind of like a police officer. Yeah. To kind of highlight some of that stuff. Which these aren't, they're not that similar. These are very different things, but that's one of the things that I like about it. Yeah. So the I start agree. of the start of Top 10, book one, you, we talked about before, Toy Box. Uh, she was fresh out of the academy. She basically, I think, if I remember right, it's her first day on the job. Uh, Neopolis is the place. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And her partner is Smacks, Jeff Smacks. Mm-hmm. At any time, stop me if I'm wrong. And <laughs> they have to go to the robot projects to <laughs> to investigate a murder. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's think. called Tin Town. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really yeah, remember. Yeah. But I know that they it, it basically unfolds, and that's really all that I remember about that beginning part. I remember that there is a drug a drug uh, dealer, peddler, that shoots himself with Dust Devil's pistol. I remember that. Yeah, why Kim, was it Kimlo? There's a guy that's, like, interrogating him uh-huh. psychically. Yeah. And uh, the, the drug dealer is actually one of those Nazi scientists. Yeah. That so anyway, yeah, he's uh he's interrogating him and as he's like in his brain, he pulls that gun out and shoots himself in the head. So it like yeah. really gives the uh the psychic guy like a complex for a couple of it or like an issue and then the same thing with Dust Devil cuz he uses his gun. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting cuz like you said it really plays out like a law and order episode yeah, but they're does. all they're all super powered like that's the that's the deal yeah because in the same in the same volume because these are volume our book one is one through se- issue one through seven mm-hmm. and so it's like and then like the next day shockhead pete and dust devil they find the body of a prostitute with her head cut off and mm-hmm. uh there's this person called the libra killer and she like leaves a mark or whatever and then that's when synesthesia or whatever her name is mm-hmm uses this taxi driver forgive me folks i i read this once (laughs) and so i'm trying to go off the cuff um there's like a taxi driver named blind spot or something like that i can't remember (laughs) his his powers or whatever yeah he's just blind yeah yeah they tried to to hunt down the uh they basically use him to try to find the killer that's all i remember that one it's a really good book. It yeah. sounds like we 
didn't retain a lot. It's really good. It's just a lot. There's a it lot. It's a going lot. On. It's a lot. I remember that first story a lot, and I remember this prostitute part, and then I remember there's another one with with <laughs> with Hyperdog interviewing something to do with the Libra Killer. I know that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, is it a character named Libra? So the character ends up being like a different stage of life for an alien. Yeah, it's like a shapeshifter. Well, it's like like a or before it's, like it's a, a butterfly. It's yeah, like, like a caterpillar a, yeah, thing. Like a, a period of, of natural transformation for it or whatever. Yeah. It's a good book. It's hard for me to explain the story. It's, this is definitely a book that's hard to explain the plot of it all. Yeah, the easiest the easiest way to explain the plot is all these superheroes are cops and uh you just kind of go through each book kind of highlights i guess a partnership and you just kind of go through kind of learning about who they are as people and mm-hmm. also solving a certain case with them while there's an overarching plot but yeah it gets real deep like you know the libra killer ends up being this uh chick you know she used to be like a alien porn star and then she turned into this weird monster thing that was yeah. killing people not to completely ruin the plot spoiler alert uh anyway <clears throat> we definitely did yeah um but this book also came out in what 1999 <laughs> so. yeah yeah i mean like it's a great book either way like read it to get the details but um and anyway in book two you there's it goes further into like this lady's relationship with the people that are trying to bail her out of jail when she turns back into like an actual female form oh wow uh, see I, i'm excited to start book two so yeah it it's interesting i ordered a copy of book one and two so I'm interested to get those in. And I know you guys are thinking, hey, Lex, how'd you read book one if you didn't have a copy of it? Mind your own business. Yeah, mind your <laughs> business. I don't know. It's for me to give like an actual review of it, not my shoddy synopsis of the <laughs> book one. I, I'm actually surprised at how much I liked it. It's very 1999 in form, in the sense mm-hmm. of art. Like the art isn't bad. It's just a little older looking. I, I agree. I personally really like the art style. I do like it, but for me, it, it, it's just, it's not jarring. It's just, night. I was going to be like, oh, this is going to be, I don't know. I kind of perceived it as old, like an old style of writing because it looked like it's from the 90s, but it really yeah. wasn't. The story could be, it could be a new story, and it was actually, it was still good. I, I can't believe, like, and even the characters weren't necessarily interesting, which is something that I liked. I liked that it was these superheroes that were just kind of like normal people. Yeah. Yeah. Like boring ass dudes. Yeah. It's like, who cares? Uh, <laughs> what else do I got? That's it. I liked it. The finale yeah. wasn't like his big superhero finale. It was like the end of a cop show. Right. I liked yeah. the normalcy of it is, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love that it builds uh, like yeah. there's obviously once you get through book one, you know, there's going to be more. Um, yeah, see, that's what I got to do. I, I want to read. It made me want to read book two and the 49ers. Yeah. And the Smacks miniseries. The and there's, an, there's another one. The The last couple aren't written by Alan Moore. So oh. I don't even remember if Smacks is. I'm pretty sure it is. Um hmm. 
but I think Volume 1, Volume 2, Smacks, and 49ers are all written by Ellen Moore. I don't know if Book 3 or whatever is. Yeah. I think it was taken over. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, well. <laughs> Alan Moore. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah, do? Alan, Alan Moore is a, yeah, he's a wizard. He has wizard things to do. I have to go stop a plague or start <laughs> think, one. Another thing that I liked is that for an Alan Moore for an Alan Moore book, it was lighthearted. And yeah, even though there's a lot, you know, you you say, well, hey, Lex, you're talking about severed prostitute heads and things like that. Well, you need to read more Alan Moore books because this is like a light read compared to his other weird shit that he puts out. <laughs> like he puts out weird stuff, man. Killing joke yeah. is, is heavy, is a heavy read. If you really read it. Right. Um, it fucking, uh, what's it called? How am I drawing a blank on this? Batman kills the Joker, man. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what am I? His first book, the big one, the <laughs> fucking HBO. Watchmen. Show. Watchmen. How yeah. could I not think of that? Watchmen is a heavy book to read. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's heavy. Yeah. So this is a light read compared to all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it had a good amount of humor in it. Again, it was lighthearted. It was weird. It had a lot of weird science stuff in it. One thing that I've noticed, and I look, it made me want to look up more. Like, I noticed some Easter eggs from, like, multiple car- characters. And then I looked it up, like, what kind of Easter eggs are in top ten? And I found a list that actually are pretty cool. So I'm going to go over those before we give our review on a top ten about. list of top ten Easter eggs. Top, well, yeah. <laughs> so cameos that I saw and other people saw is uh, Blue Beetle. Mm. He's in it. Uh, I guess there were two characters from Stargate. I don't know anything about that. That's lame. See that King or Peacock kind of looks like a character. Yeah, from he Stargate. looks like that black guy with the thing on his face, like mm-hmm. the you or whatever. I do remember that from Stargate. Ghost Rider on a unicycle, Dead Man, The Grave of Electra, Professor X and Scott Summers was in there, Popeye, uh, The Fantastic Four as Mice, Galactus Galactus as a Giant Cat. I remember. See, that was my favorite part about that little, so I didn't get a chance to say that. Mm -hmm. So the best part is like, the exterminator brings these <laughs> superhero cats to deal mm-hmm. with the superhero mice and they have their war and everything. And he's like, you just kind of leave them and they do their thing. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and uh, nobody knows what had happened. They're like, where'd they all go? And it's like, Oh, right before then, like the uh, celestials of the cat and mice world, like work mm-hmm. together and reset the timeline for yeah. <laughs> the house. Like I just—it's so funny. Yeah, the humor of of the book is good for me. I I enjoyed it, and I really I'm really weird about about humor in books. Uh, Infinity was a giant mouse, so it's kind of what you're talking about—the the conclusion of that big reset of their timeline. Yeah, Astro Boy was in it. Thor, Zeus, Atlas, Balder, Odin, Loki—those characters. Yeah, Plastic Man, and apparently there's like a lot more. It was like a Where Is Waldo book of cameos. Yeah, now there's I'm interested to look and see all of them. There's some uh amalgamation of characters. So Yeah. When the at the end when they're like there's that Santa character, they're followed yeah. around by a Doctor Doom Charlie Brown mix. Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> uh it's kind Two of, of my favorite characters in media. I love that. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. Okay, so what did you think of the story? Okay, no first of all I need to tell you my idea for 
a rating system. Okay. Now, and it's not complete. I need your input on it. So, ladies and gentlemen out there, Simon has a uh, an interesting obsession with toasters. Okay. So, I think that we could give it a toast rating system. Now, I don't know exactly how. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I think we can like do lightly like toasted, lightly toasted, burnt. or like burnt toast at the both ends. This is exactly what I was thinking. I don't know about the middle ones. Hmm. I don't know what we can call it. And then that way, eventually, if people catch on to it, we can sell toast product stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? okay. Like, yeah. think about it. We can sell toasters with Wednesday pull list on it purely because. I'll be your first buyer. Purely because we have a toast rating system. And this is going to be one of those things that could catch, like, if we, you know, just setting it up for if we pop off or whatever i think it's cool because it's something that you like i want to integrate some things that you like into the podcast and i think it's cool like you create you print out some of those toasters i think it's awesome and i just think that we needed a rating system i didn't like one through ten i didn't like whatever we were doing because we didn't know what we were doing so if we're doing let's say it's let's say it's one through five one being so should lightly toasted be good or should burnt toast be bad my preference is i don't know man i would say i would say because like once you have burnt toast it's ruined like lightly toast can still be better so i would say lightly toasted is like 10 okay and burnt is one that makes sense and then i don't want to specifically and this is i'm gonna get your opinion on this i don't want to specifically put anything in between that yeah it gives us a gray area to to make our own up at any Mm. given time so we're not we're not cornered into like a five yeah this is a this is a medium pop tart with frosting (laughs) exactly (laughs) medium brown pop tart with frosting we just we just have one and ten and then we can make up whatever we want in between (laughs) okay it's easier for me and it's like it kind of gives us an out on like our rating system (laughs) all right so on our new scale, <laughs> what do you think this is? I'm going to give this a toaster strudel. <laughs> <laughs> a slightly toasted toaster strudel. Okay. No, uh, no, honestly, this is like a light toast for me as far as quality light toast being the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Top 10. It's been one of those books. I, I just remember the first time I was introduced to it. I've and when I've were had... you introduced to it? It's a sidebar that I'm just interested in because I remember it back in the day. I remember in the early 2000s because there was a variant cover that Alex Ross did. And I was like, man, I really want to read this, but I never did. Yeah, that's uh, so probably around 2005, maybe maybe a little bit before. But I was reading uh, this in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. When did that movie come out? Because I was reading all these Alan Moore books before uh, that movie came out. See, I read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen after the movie came out. And I realized how bad that movie was because yes. the book is so good. Yes. Like, I was into uh, that movie. I was like, oh, man, this movie's fun. It's good. And then I read the book and I was just like, that movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that came out in 03. So I was, I was reading this stuff around the time that it was released man you were uh, a you were a deeper comic book reader than i was then which maybe. is weird 
I mean, I wasn't reading. I was reading like Spider Man, and that's it. I wasn't reading anything like I was reading Wildcats and weird shit like that, but <laughs> nothing. I wasn't reading Alan Moore. I wasn't reading. I didn't read Watchmen until I was well oh, into yeah, my twenties. Yeah, I didn't that's... have the I didn't have the reading level to read Watchmen. Any <laughs> words. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've I've been I've been on the top ten game for a long time. I really yeah, I really love it. My rating uh, system is going to be. Uh, Toasted, not lightly toasted. I would say it's the good range. Like I, it's still like I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad it'll I ate melt, that. It'll melt your butter. Yeah, I'm glad I ate that. It wasn't the perfect toast, but it was like, oh, I'm glad. I, I'm glad it's. Hmm. I'm glad I ate that. Um, I'm disappointed in myself as a world-renowned comic historian uh, that I haven't read it. It was kind of a disgrace. It was. It's a good enough that it should be on everybody's radar. I'm going to buy single issues of it if I can find it. And so it's on my list. It's on my hunting list. I'm very disappointed that I haven't read it sooner and I'm excited to read more of it. This is one of those books that I'm very perplexed at why there's no movie or anything or Amazon prime show or anything like that. Maybe it didn't get the kind of buzz that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, America's best kind of has that tendency. I feel like with their books. I mean, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, it Tom had this. Strong is actually Tom Strong is actually really popular. Is it? Because I, so, I mean, I don't know. I've read a few. I like it. I just didn't know. So Tom Strong is cool in a lot of ways. He's an old school adventurer. There's a book out at DC right now, and I'm so disappointed that they're ending it. It's my favorite book on the shelves right now. It's called The Terrifics. It's mm. kind of a knockoff of the Fantastic Four. But mm-hmm. it 100% in, it embraces that. It doesn't like try to make it seem like it's an original idea. It embraces it 100%. The characters are Mr. Terrific, great character, uh, which is like the science brainy guy, and Mr. or Plastic Man. So in the Reed Richards kind right. yeah, Metamorpho, which is like, you know, I guess the Sue Storm kind of character with the thing. And damn, who's the other character? I remember you talking about that. Who is uh, the other character? It's really good. And they were leading into this kind of mixed universe thing where the Terrifics was kind of expanding into this bigger team. And Tom Strong and his family, the Strong family, was part of a book that they were doing. Oh, that's cool. So I thought it was really cool that they were introducing all these kind of characters that don't get a lot, a lot of limelight. Like Blue Beetle was in there. He was joining the team, and it, it was just, it was cool to see these characters that don't get a lot of light, but they uh, they ended it. Mm-hmm. Mainly because of the coronavirus stuff, you know, people weren't ordering it online, and so they have to drop those books, but it's something that I have every issue of, and I would buy a collected edition, and maybe one day we can read. I think you would like it a lot. Uh, Plastic Man is one of those characters that I... I love Plastic Man. I love him because... He doesn't break the fourth wall, but he 100% embraces like zany, corny comic book characters. Yeah. And what about art? How do you think of the art of Top 10? Honestly, even now, like looking at it, it does have a 90s flair about it. But I think think that it's so detailed. There's so much going on. I think some of the some of the art flaws actually come from maybe the coloring. Yeah, that's, and that's what, and I think that's what I mean more when I say it had a '90s feel to it. I feel like the '90s, it's more of the inking and coloring that I have a problem with than the art. 
because mm-hmm. they're it's a it's a distinct style the way they did yeah. the characters and they, it, it plays to the normalcy like we talked about shockhead pete like the way he looks disheveled and kind of lame the yeah. art the art really plays that up but i think where it lacks is the coloring and you know you know you always think like how big of a deal is coloring and, and inking in a book but it actually plays a, a really big part in it yeah they're kind of in some areas i mean for those watching youtube in some areas it's kind of flat um yeah so the art style yeah. reminds me a lot of fables like fables has a very distinct art style yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's not like heavy action, heavy detailed colors, but I love it. That's a good comparison. I hadn't thought about that, yeah. but I, I really like Fables too. Oh my um, god, their art style. that's my favorite comic book of all time. Yeah, their their art style really. But it's kind similar. of the same. Like it really plays into the actual care representation of the characters rather than just like square jawed, big muscles, mm-hmm. you know, art type characters. So I think we agree. This is. Lightly toasted for you, toasted for me, which is good. Everybody likes a good piece of toast. Yeah, I think I'm, it deserves to. It deserves to be looked at. I'm so ex- I'm more excited about our new rating system. I, I can't believe that we. <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely it's a strong recommendation, is what we're both saying. If you're out there and you haven't read Top Ten, you're missing out. And mm-hmm. um, it would be a book that I would do like a giveaway for. And I'm not saying that like. Speaking of giveaways, we have a big giveaway. I'm not saying that, but like if we were ever to do a giveaway like on, hey, whatever, these are our favorite books, enter this giveaway and we'll send them to you. I would buy a trade of that to pass along because it's a book that I feel like more people should read. So yeah. like Fables would fall into that line too. I would I would give a volume one to, of Fables to someone because I think it's good enough. Yeah, I think if you're if you're into cop dramas and into superheroes, pick it up go ahead and i mean if you're into those two things go ahead and get volume one and volume two in the collected editions definitely get volume one and volume two because volume one leaves you hanging even though it's not a cliffhanger yeah it leaves you not confused but it leaves you wondering who these characters are yeah like like, like why didn't i get more yeah, it left yeah. me wondering why I didn't get more from the characters, but then I felt like there wasn't room for more, like, backstories or anything. Yeah, definitely. So, mm-hmm. definitely get Volume 1 and Volume 2. There it is. Reviewed. We did good. We did good. Bam. And so, um, <laughs> we're circling the drain. I'm going to... Do you have any final remarks, Simon? Uh, No. Like I said, you know, go pick it up. I think it's worth it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what it costs, but pretty much anything Alan Moore at this time, I would recommend. Honestly. Yeah, I would pick it up. He's he's weird. He for me, I have to sit down and and I have to be in the mood for reading Alan Moore. Alan Moore <laughs> is very he's weird because it's very. It, he, that's that's a line, really good description of his writing. It's like you have to be in the mood for reading. Well, like it's not it's, just a comic. He blur yeah he blurs the line on like actual fiction books. With no pictures mm-hmm. and comic books, like his, it's very close to he could just write this as a book. Yeah. So, Definitely. I don't know. Pick it up; it's good. If you need a break from Spider Man and uh, Batman beating up everybody, then pick them up. Not that there's anything wrong with those two characters. Yeah, grunting at bad dudes. 
<clears throat> yeah, and so next week's episode is going to be very cool. We're going to do the top 10 worst characters. Speaking of top 10, we're going to top 10 worst characters in Star Wars, which I'm so excited about because I've actually been reading up on some characters <laughs> that I forgot about. Uh, I got to send you this video that Jay, our, our upcoming special guest, sent me. And I was like, I don't even remember that from the movie. It was just like a bunch of bad CGI robot characters <laughs> that were like on a council. I have to send it to you. I was like, that looks like something out of Spy Kids. That doesn't even look like Star Wars. <laughs> I don't even know what. Top 10 is. worst characters. Kylo Ren. Number yeah. one. Nah. I don't care. I just like, if, I actually like the sequels. I don't care. If Kyle Ren, uh, we'll talk about this at the next week. I'm not going to say anything. We'll talk about it next week. Folks, we will see you next week. Please show up. <laughs> that's like Thanks the, for listening. That's like the saddest. The saddest Please God show up. Outro. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs>